to Seriously Super, the podcast where we talk seriously about super nerdy things like superheroes, superhero books, superhero comic books, superhero movies, and uh, Braden, I don't have a passive aggressive insult for you today about well, your opinions. We all we did just kind of randomly decide to record. We decided two minutes ago for the first time ever this episode of being <laughs> recorded with us in the same state. The yeah. first time we've ever done this. Yeah. Uh, uh, we decided to do this about 30 seconds ago. Shauna is in town for the weekend, so we decided to record a podcast together. Mm-hmm. Woo! That's what happened. Yep. <laughs> one audio. No editing. No clips. No copy-paste. One file. There's still going to be a lot of editing. <laughs> well, you know, I <laughs> okay. can't always say everything right the first time. <laughs> so, Shauna's had a great idea for today's episode. Do you want to tell them what the idea is, Shauna? Today, Brayden and I are going to uh, character analysis. We're going to pick out, each of us, a character or two from the DC Universe and the MCU and um, that we think is, you know, similar to the other. So I'm picking for Brayden, he's picking for me, characters that remind us of that person or that behave a lot like that person. So that's where we're at. This will be interesting. I think it'll also be interesting to see... Because I think I know an MCU character I'm most like. I'll be interested to see if you have the same one. Also, can you also get why a do you have to wear bit... your super reflective sunglasses? So I'm just staring at me the whole time. I, uh, it's fun for me, <laughs> but you get a little bit of a uh, kind of like a what's it called? A head start on my opinions, though, because a few weeks ago I texted all of our siblings in the same group chat. An analysis of which sibling was most like which Avenger. Oh, yeah. So you get a little, you got a little bit of a forward glance. Maybe someday we'll discuss that if we get our siblings' permission to talk about them. But that's <laughs> not what today's about. <laughs> yep. So, would you like to go first? I would like you to go first. I would. I will. I have not chosen my MCU one yet, so I'll start with my character. I think you're most like in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you want to just now, or do you want me to do some build up? build up okay make it a little fun so this character uh when was she introduced this character was initially introduced in 1998 okay as a sort of side character for I'm older than her go on <laughs> yes as a sort of side character for one of our main heroes mm-hmm. she quickly developed into a fan favorite and developed into a hero in her own right and has more recently been acting as a sort of hero to the heroes, as it were. She has been acting as a sort of uh, accountability. Can I guess? Sure. Is it Felicity Smoke? It's not. It's okay. it's kind of similar to that. This is from is the comics. Is the other, the Green Arrow sister? No. Okay. I have chosen the character I think you are most like in the DC comics, Stephanie Brown. Mm, okay. Stephanie Brown was the fourth robin very temporarily Mm -hmm. when tim drake left as robin uh batman brought her in as robin but only to make tim drake jealous Mm -hmm. um she then her character was sort of revamped later she was the daughter of a c-level villain named clue master Mm -hmm. i love that we rank them a level b level (laughs) c level in my job we do that with certain uh clientele and buyer oh we do too customers and whatever we're like oh this is an a level this is a c level this is a b level and i just <laughs> love that that's how we like just talk in regular life also 
So, Dude, I said the word prospects, and I was like, who have I become? This is a casual conversation. Yeah, I'm an old prospector. You got any prospects? Like, that's not how you Excuse talk, Excuse me, Shana. have you seen any gold prospects around here? Like, I have brought a brand new pitch I think I was saying axe. it to someone about, um, like, asking them how, like, dating life was going. And I was like, any new prospects? And I was like, that's not the way you talk about dates, Shana. That's the worst way to use that's it. That's not the way you talk about, like, anyway, go on. Anyway, so... Uh, Stephanie Brown made herself a bit of an anti-hero or hero called Spoiler. Her whole plot was that she would overhear her dad's plans and leave clues for Batman in order to stop him. She would spoil her dad's plans. Mm -hmm. She, her character was reintroduced into the DC rebirth during Batman and Robin Eternal, Mm -hmm. where she, again, set herself up as Spoiler to try and spoil some of her dad's plans. And ended up getting in pretty heavy with one of the Robins, Tim Drake. Um, uh, basically, Who's the one that she then replaced? Well, so in Rebirth, they started. she never did replace him. She started dating. But in the, in the, Batman, <laughs> in the Batman and Robin Eternal storyline, or Batman Eternal? I can't remember the exact name. I think it's Batman and Robin Eternal. The two of them are basically working on the same case from opposite directions, end up meeting up. Uh, Tim kind of warns her off, like, hey, this is... This is for big kids back up. And then she saves Tim's life. And he's like, all right, I need your help. My type of girl. I'll let the men work, honey. All right, but when you fail, come find me. (laughs) She ends up being hugely important to stopping Clue Master as the whole plot line was kind of his idea to begin with. And then she, when um, Tim Drake starts the Gotham Knights program, uh, she is one of the first people he brings in. The whole idea is we're going to take some of these lower level people, some of the new people in the in the you know superhero game. We're going to train them to work as a team to help protect Gotham. Mm-hmm. So she comes in. Tim Drake dies very early on in that, mm-hmm. and uh, she of course was in love with Tim Drake. They were dating. They were both going to go off to college together and leave the superhero life behind. Dumb. She gets furious, rightfully so, as his, at his death and also at what she feels is Batman's inappropriate response to him to his death which is that he just continues the gotham knights even after someone dies so she says that she is going to be spoiler come back as spoiler to spoil batman um essentially try to keep him accountable he can still do the hero stuff but he's going to do it under her watch and under her accountability so the whole gotham knights program wraps up at the end what I'm moving around too much. You're moving my chair so much. We have to sit really close because we have one mic. Every time you move, you are moving my chair. I'm sorry. So the when the the whole about the anti-hero of this podcast. <laughs> you are the anti-hero of this podcast. Also, can uh like backstory is important. Sure. I'll speed it up a little bit. But you've told us a lot about her and not a lot about why you think she reminds you of me. Well, let me tell you how the whole story with her wraps up, and then I'll get into how I think she's like you. The Gotham Knights story in the Detective Comics wraps up with uh, basically a future evil version of Tim Drake comes back in time. They defeat him, but his tech is all left back in time. And so a a villain named Ulysses gets it, and he's trying to basically destroy the Batman family. And he tries to get Stephanie on his side by showing her that in an alternate future that Batman has now ruined, she becomes Batwoman and eventually uh, becomes a hero of Gotham. And now Batman's ruined that. She's never going to. She instead takes this as encouragement, saying, uh, you just told me how awesome I was. You really think that was going to turn me to your side? And also, you left yourself open to attack. I've taken over your systems. 
And she like presses a button, flips all the computers to her screen, and she shuts down the robots he had that were going to kill everyone. She becomes a big hero, and then she finally convinces Tim to leave the hero life, and the two of them, instead of going off to college, they just start driving. Now, why I think you're like Stephanie Brown. Stephanie is one of my favorite characters in the Bat family. Oh, I'm your favorite sister? I'm your favorite <laughs> sibling? That's what you're saying? She's one of my favorite characters in the Bat family. I'm she... your favorite character in our family. <laughs> okay. In our podcast family, yes. Sorry, Hunter. That's a cop-out. That's yeah. dumb. At least you're, you're, dumb. you're better than Hunter. Yeah. So... The bar is on the floor. <laughs> what? So, Stephanie Brown is incredibly independent, but she also has a very strong moral code. She's very willing to call people out no matter who it is. I mean, she straight up called out Batman, one of the greatest heroes in the DC universe, for being an idiot. He is. I hate him so much. <laughs> well, you, you and Stephanie have a Batman lot in common. So That's why you're like Stephanie. You hate Batman. <laughs> uh, Batman's dumb. <laughs> and she, she started being a hero not because of any tragedy, not because of any big backstory, but just because it was the right thing to do. And she wanted to stop people from hurting other people, and she did it in the best way she could. And that's why you like Stephanie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Plus, she's also just kind of hilarious. Me. And she makes a great older sister to Cassandra Kane. Um, saying I'm a good older sister. Saying you're a great friend and a great sister. Aww. So yeah, that's why you're like Stephanie Brown. Now I need to desperately try to figure out which MCU character you're like. Great, I'm going to start with MCU and it's not one that you uh, know about. <laughs> the MCU character that I would like to tell you about today is a lot of things. Okay. He is a brother. Yes. He is funny. Uh-huh. He is pretty self-sacrificing. <clears throat> he is resilient. Doesn't let his childhood determine his future. And he is a uh, family over everything type of person. But when it comes to saving his family or those who he considers his family, he'll do whatever needs done. I would like to bring into discussion Pietro Max Moth. Oh, Pietro? Pietro. Pietro. I don't have the accent. It feels a little <laughs> bit offensive if I try. Pietro Maximoff. Pietro Maximoff. Pietro. That seems a little more. Petrol Maximoff. <laughs> Petroleum Maximoff. <laughs> I was just about to make that same joke. Quicksilver. Quicksilver. I like Quicksilver. Old boy Pete. Old boy Pete. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, based off, not based off the X-Men Quicksilver, based off the MCU slash the comics Quicksilver. <clears throat> He's very witty. Mm -hmm. He's very funny. Mm -hmm. He's not the person to force himself to be the leader. If someone else is around who wants to lead, he'll let him. By golly, do it. If you want to be in charge, be in charge. But when it comes to it and they're, they need a leader to step up, he'll step in. Um, what were you just doing? <laughs> you just like stared at your wrist really hard all of a sudden. My, like uh, I have a wrist. <laughs> I thought I got rid of you. It looked he felt like I was getting like bit by a bug, and I was like, "What? There was nothing there." <laughs> How dare you, <laughs> bug? 
<laughs> There's still a wrist. Leave me alone. Okay. <clears throat> Roasting me for my sunglasses, for the chair, for the wrist, whatever. Yeah, turn a lamp on. Why don't you? It won't turn on. <laughs> or is it on? I don't know. Anyway, so. I think it's off. Reasons that you remind me of Petro Maximoff. Petro Maximoff. Peter. I think we're fine calling him Peter Maximoff. Reasons you remind me of Quicksilver. There we go. One. When we very first meet him in the... Oh. Ah, your eyes. It's so bright without these. <laughs> when we very first meet him in the MCU, he says, not a word. His first couple scenes, not a word. Says nothing. Says not a word. Silent but deadly in the background. That's true. It's, it's almost halfway through the movie to the first time he says anything. Sorry, go on. Reasons you remind me of Quicksilver. <laughs> also, my, the very first, the very first and foremost reason that I was gonna say for last, but feels applicable right now. Towards the end of his story arc, mm -hmm. there's a moment where Wanda's like, "We're doing this and this and this," and he looks at her. He goes, "You know, I'm older, right?" And she was just do it, and he doesn't. You and me. Yeah, that's <laughs> you and fair. me. I'm like, we're gonna do this and this and this, and you're like. The older one here and i'm like oh, i older than you, right? don't care about that at all actually this is what we're doing okay that feels yeah, applicable feels to bring up right. right now it literally just happened we're going to this and this and this i'm 12 minutes older than you doesn't matter you know i'm older right you know this is my house right no nope, doesn't matter just we're, go where's your office let's go just go um so that's reason number dos also, funny as heck. He's very funny. Homeboy, silent but deadly, doesn't talk. But when he does talk, there's always like some sort of like half-witty banter, you that, know? You didn't see that coming because one of the funniest jokes in the yeah. MCU. Oh, you didn't see that. And it was his first line and his last line. Look at that story arc. Oh. Do you know how many things you say a million times over? That really breaks my heart. I never realized that's his first and last. Yeah, first and last. see that coming. And I think it's to the same person, right? Yeah, it's both to Hawkeye. Yeah. Um... Just uh, man, I love Hawkeye. Anyway, so those are my reasons. He's pretty quiet but deadly. You know, like he'll sit in the background, he'll chill out there and listen to what someone else is saying. But when push comes to shove and he needs to step up, you're gonna know he's there. Mm. Funny as heck, half witty in everything he says, no matter whether it's supposed to be serious or not. Super self-sacrificing for his family, and also like. 12 minutes later than you. That doesn't matter here, homeboy. Move along. <laughs> Age is just a number when I'm right and you're wrong. I'm 12 minutes older. I'm also way more powerful than you. What's your point? <laughs> 12 minutes older. Well, do you want to start this fight? It's always been funny to me how much more powerful Wanda is than Peter. Pietro. Just, like, their powers come from the same place. And it's just funny that it's like he's like, I'm super fast, man. And she's like, I can literally bend the universe to my will. Wanda is more powerful like, than yeah, pretty well, much I'm anyone. Fast. Wanda's more powerful than pretty much anyone in that. She's canonically series. like the in the top five most powerful superheroes. Yeah. I think Franklin Richards is the only one who's a little more powerful than her. Just because while she can I think the only difference is while she can bend reality, he can create reality. And she she can manipulate it, but I don't think she's really got creation powers but, yeah, like that. in the MCU, yeah, so... Oh, in the MCU, yeah, she's definitely count. the most powerful. Her and Captain Marvel are, like, the two most powerful in the MCU. Yeah. And the, on the only reason Doctor Strange is up in the top is just experience. 
Like, where's the stone? Take that. Yeah, sunway. it's the stone. It's he, everything that he can do with all. Anyway, this back tech. to the topic we were actually supposed to be talking about. <laughs> we'll discuss this at a later time. I like the idea of being like Peter. That's nice. Thank you, Pietro. Can you, uh, yeah, call him by his real Pietro. name, Pietro. 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 Petrol. You don't have to have the accent to say Petro. I like petroleum Maxwell. That's really cool. God. Okay, move on. Petroleum Maxwell is almost what they called him in the X Men universe. Yes. <laughs> okay, so. Hot. I thought about... It's like the people who read my name and go, uh... Shognes? Shognesi? Sausage? Sausage! Has anyone ever actually... Oh, crap, I fell. Yeah, that's what happens when you can't sit still and you're sitting on a ball. I know. My wife got me this, this like, blow-up ball to use as a desk chair. Because she's like, it's better for your posture. It's like, I keep falling. Because when you use it... I know. I, I, I have bad posture anyway. It's better for your posture if you do... Your Straight your posture. spine, banana. No. <laughs> Don't call me a banana. Throw your shoulders back, you banana spine. Banana spine. That sounds bad. So, my MCU character I think you're most like. I almost dropped the mic. I was going to say Wanda, but it feels like a cop-out now. I also think there's a couple that, I mean, like, you can say it. You can say it. <laughs> no, I'm going to pick something else. Okay. I think there's a couple that you're kind of like, but not really enough. Like... Kind of like Shuri, your really funny little sister who likes to pick on me. <laughs> You're kind of like MJ from Spider-Man. The fact that you just sneered like that. <laughs> I don't love MJ. I know you don't, but you're also kind of like her. No. The whole Black Rose because of the Black Dahlia. Oh, 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 I thought you were talking about... <laughs> no, the new MJ, the one by Zendaya. MJ. I do love Zendaya's MJ. I know you do like Zendaya. And that one might be... I thought you were talking about old school MJ, and I was like... If you hear an obnoxious clicking in the background, Sean is turning this lamp on and off, but I don't think the lamp's actually plugged in properly. And or the light bulb burned out, so. Or that plug doesn't work. It may not work, actually. You know, that's a lot of options for what's wrong with it. That might be the plug that's on the light switch. Anyway. So MJ's a good choice. (laughs) I may say MJ still. I don't know. It's difficult to. It is difficult to choose your character. Um, the person in the MCU you're most like. Choose your character. Choose your fighter. <laughs> don't give me that look. This is why we do it over the phone usually. I don't have to look at you when you talk. I to make me. this look at my phone and then mute. The I know. Phone. I know you do. I can hear when you mute the phone because you go very quiet. Like, <laughs> there's not even your breathing sound anymore. You're just quiet. You're and I'm like, oh well, Shana really didn't like what I just I'm said. Just like, oh, Brain's just gonna keep talking, isn't he? If you ever hear me, keep going. If you ever hear me in my episode, in our one of our episodes, like kind of backtrack a little what I said, it's because Shauna's muted herself, and I'm thinking, <laughs> wow, she really hated what I just said. Also, she didn't even just kind of just, dislike it; she really hated it. Sometimes when like we record certain episodes, and it feels like I keep getting interrupted, or keep getting interrupted, or keep getting interrupted, I literally just mute myself until you're done talking, and then until you ask me to speak again, <laughs> you'll be like, "What do you think, Shauna?" And I'll be like, "Anyway, part two. <laughs> Like, I'm just like, nothing I say is going to get a sentence out at all. So, mute. Sorry. You just tell me when it's my turn to speak again. Just tell me when it's my turn to speak again. Um, you know who... I'd have to think a lot more about this, but you know who I think you're most like in the MCU? Mm-hmm. Low-key, I think it's Falcon. See him? Yeah. Uh, Sam Wilson. Yeah. Something about the meeting Captain America... And his first response not being like, Whoa, you're Captain America! His first response is, Hey, I've got a meeting for veterans. You should come check it out. His first response is to yell at him. Yeah. On your left. Don't no, you say don't it! Don't you say it again. Don't, don't you, you Come on! Just, I like that he tries to speed up as if he's gonna catch him. Mm-hmm. Like, he has to know who that is. Don't you say 
quiet. He can't not know who that is. But like, oh, I'm going to catch him. No, you're not, dude. Dude, the, the guy outran cars. You're not going to catch him. A little bit. But he's still like, he's such a great sport. He treats, he treats, what I love most about Sam, Sam Wilson, he treats Captain America like a person. Not like a superhero, you know? I mean, but yeah, he's he's, a he's yeah. one of the first people in the MCU who really treats him like just a person, not like uh, you're a superhero. I I like his immediate response is picking on him for being slow, like. <laughs> you should be ashamed. You take should... another lap. Did you just take it? I'm gonna assume you just did it. That is so funny, and that's feels like something you would do if you met a real life superhero. You would pick on them for not being like, you would meet the Flash and pick on them for still being slow. Yeah. <laughs> you would. Like, oh, I can still see her. You're not fast enough. Go. But I also, like, he also has this gut instinct to help him. Like, when they show up at his door, like, everyone we know is trying to kill you. Oh, not everyone. And brings him in and then mm-hmm. cooks him a ton of food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which... You know what I got told this week? What? Um, this is a different story, but honestly, like, it's... Go ahead. Thursday, I flew in mm-hmm. Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Friday night, of course, I was up pretty late packing. Um, and... You know, it's really happy circumstances that I had to fly in this weekend. So I was a little bit in my feels, a little bit emotional, had some sad girl music playing while I was packing, whatever. All of a sudden, there's a knock at my door. So I open the door and look, and there's two of my friends from down there, one of which has never been to my place before. It just showed up. Oh. Both of them just showed up. And, like, uh, walked in and were kind of, like, just to check on me while I was packing whatever. Um, the one girl who had been to my place before had to run to the restroom for a minute. And the other person was sitting down in the little chair I have in my front room. And he goes, you know what? And I said, what? And he goes, your place just kind of has the energy where you just like, you just, it's a good like place to plop. And I said, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, you know, like, I just want to like walk in your door immediately, drop my backpack, kick off my shoes and just like plop and like just chill. And I was like. That's the energy I want to exclude. Thank you. That's the energy I want in this house. <laughs> anyway, that's what it reminds me. This is not a house where things get done. This is a house where we plop. <laughs> and we plop hard. This is a house where anyone can walk through that front door and sit in a chair and you'll be fine. You have total Monica Geller energy. <laughs> I like to think I'm less uh, sociopathic. That's fair enough. But yeah, I think you were most like Sam Wilson. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Still think it's cut out that you didn't say Wanda just because I said... Petro, but moving on, it's fine. I wanted a more interesting conversation. Sorry for making our podcast better. <laughs> oh, it's one of those looks again. <laughs> Let me mute the mic so you can stare at me. <laughs> anyway, um, what if I just I'm holding like this candle in my hand, and I literally just like had the urge to pick it up and drink it like it was Don't a coffee mug, not a candle. I'm not going to drink it. Let go of the candle. I'm not going to drink the candle, obviously. I just, like, in my hand, the weight felt like a coffee mug, and I was like, ooh, oh. Anyway. Smell this candle. I bought it at a flea market. Um, you tell me a flea runs this market? It's an interesting candle. It smells like a quilt. It's, well, it's called Amish quilt. I know. <laughs> tell That's me why a flea runs this market? <laughs> anyway, so. So who's my DC Brayden? character? Brayden. Brayden. Sean. The character I would like to discuss right now. <laughs> the interrupter. <laughs> is a man who, uh, not unlike yourself, is a nerd. <laughs> so nerdy. Nerdy as heck. Okay. Yet somehow also, like, 
it's not just because he's a nerd because he didn't have friends. It's because he's a nerd because he actually does know that much about that many things. And he's funny. And he's very excellent at being... Being there for people. You know, he's an excellent... Whatever scenario might be, friend, brother, child, whatever it is, all of his relationships are very healthy relationships with very good, like, you know, every friend he has feels like it's going to be the lifelong friend, even though, you know, he has very few people, but the people he has, he keeps forever. I would like to bring into discussion... Barry Allen from the TV show Flash. That is low-key one of the sweetest things you've ever said to me. (laughs) (laughs) I love Flash so much. I just, the reasons he reminds me of you is because, you know, from the very first episode, we see that he is very hardworking and very dedicated, you know, like he's um, a CSI and he's still trying to like hardcore side hustle on top of it. And we see that he is, you know, very much cares about his people, like his relationship with, um, Iris and Papa West are, you know, like, he's still at their house for dinner. He's still, it's a family. He's still like, oh, let's go check in on the, even though he's fully an adult. Like, mm-hmm. these people who have been in his life since he was a child are still just as important now as they were 10 years ago. Yeah. And then, you know, he gets thrown one curveball after the other and he has these powers and he doesn't know how to use them and maybe they'll go away and blah, 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 blah whatever. And instead of, like, trying to run and hire, deny it. And instead of trying to handle it all on his own, he finds people who are the experts and he dedicates himself to learning from them and learning with them. It's pretty awesome. That's my whole conversation. Great conversation. Thanks. I like, um, in that very first episode, when he wakes up from the coma and he's going to leave Star Labs, I like that he comes back and like, can I keep the shirt? And they're mm-hmm. like, you, you can keep the shirt. That feels like me. <laughs> I'm going to power walk out of here. Also, though, like, these are yours. Can I have them? Is that fine? Also, uh, my clothes got yeah. burned. Yeah. Can I wear these clothes still? <laughs> yeah. I... Yeah. That There's another little moment that kind of reminds me of me, but more reminds me of our little brother, Hunter. It's when um, Wally has started being the Kid Flash. Wow. And they're both at. They're, <laughs> <laughs> they're both at Star Labs. Eva. Eva. Wow. Shauna's gone. She's done. You've had too much coffee or not enough coffee. I don't know which one. Not enough. Always not enough. I need more, please. I like when they're both at Star Labs and Wally's going to leave. It's empty. <sighs> Wally's going to leave and he puts his How suit. How dare up. you drink all of your coffee when I wanted the rest of yours? <laughs> Wally puts his suit on the mannequin, but he's like, hey, no, that's my mannequin! And he's like, we only have one mannequin now. <laughs> yes. But thank you. I, I like You're being welcome. called Barry Allen. You've called me two of my favorite characters. And, and funny how you still can even call me Wanda. Or a character anyone knows from the DC. Everyone knows. We oh, literally DC, talked fine. about, we literally talked about, you know, like one of the main ones that people know. <laughs> and you were like, anyway... Stephanie Timothy Brown. Timothy like, what? I'm sorry. You want me to pick a more uh, obscure character that you like? No. 
No. You want me to pick a less obscure character? I don't want you to change it now. I just wanted you to have been better before. I was gonna choose. <laughs> wow, great, thanks. I was trying to. I was gonna choose Batgirl. But Batgirl. <laughs> I think we've reached the end of the episode. My uh, niece. Yeah. Tessa. My daughter. You know her. <laughs> My daughter. She calls me Nana. Yeah. Because you made her. And no, 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 no. I did not create that specific monster. <laughs> some of her some of her habits I did totally create. That one, that was not me. But last night she comes up to me and she goes, na 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 like a million times. So I went, na 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 can I have that candle back? I'm really afraid you're about to set your sweater on fire. <laughs> you're like leaning over it on your lap. But anyway, that's the episode. <laughs> I recorded this whole episode in sunglasses while holding a candle. <laughs> it's really creepy. I felt like you're trying to put a spell on me. No, I don't believe in that. Me? <laughs> oh, there goes the candle. That's a cue. The episode's over. Thank you, everyone, for listening. To Seriously Super, the podcast where we talk seriously about super nerdy things, such as Wait, this how Brayden doesn't understand what a main character is, apparently. I don't know who raised him, but it, what, what, he does, I said, one of the main characters, and he said, got it. And then you know who he pulled? Freaking Stephanie Brown. Like, who's ever heard of Stephanie Brown? Come on, Brayden. What's a main character to you? Anyway, that's all for today. We're on Twitter. We're on. In- We're not on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on the podcast store. We are in your hearts for now and forevermore. Thank you. Wait, I didn't Love do my outro. Love you. I didn't do my outro. Say your outro. Ready, set, and.